0: Welcome to the Brand the Interpreter podcast. I'm your host, Mireya Perez, a community interpreter in K-12 public education with a desire to listen to the stories of other language professionals from all over the world. These are your stories about our profession. Welcome back. Guess what? It's our anniversary. Yep. Today's episode is a double celebratory episode. It's my birthday month, and it's also this podcast's first year anniversary. Our baby is one. Yeah. Anyway, today's episode is going to focus on the F word. No, not that F word. I am talking about the word fear. Yes, that's right. Fear. Allow me to help put things into perspective for you. Imagine for a bit that you're about to do that very thing that scares you. That thing that when you think about it, you begin having an actual physical reaction. Your heart begins to beat faster. Your palms may get sweaty. Perhaps your mouth gets dry. Or maybe even you start to feel shaky. What's happening? How is it that the mere thought of it is already inciting a physical reaction? Well, let's take it back some, shall we? Growing up, how did we learn to create parameters between us and the unforeseen danger? Chances are it was a voice that called out, Don't do that or this will happen. Don't go there or that will happen. Definitely don't say that or you'll see what happens. There was always a voice of reasoning, a voice of limit. We can go back even further to caveman and saber-tooth times. When fear was felt, it released the stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, which led to the blood flow away from your heart and into your limbs so that you could either throw some spears or run like your life depended on it. Well, because it did. But see, here's the thing. This still happens. This chemical reaction still happens in our brains. Except the saber tooth has now become a big, scary public event. Or launching your own business. Or launching your own podcast. And rather than running for the hills or taking some sort of action, we've learned to retrieve We stay in our safe space where no saber-tooth or nothing of the sorts will be able to find us. Nope, no way. I'm staying right here where it's nice and safe, right? But let's rewind the tape a little bit. Okay, I may have dated me there with that one, but let's just imagine that we could go back to the beginning of the episode and you did the imagining exercise correctly and you actually imagined or envisioned that one thing that stirs up fear within you, what you created was a perceived fear. And what does perceived mean? Well, it simply means that you've become aware of something, right? And your mind is treating it as if it's actually happening. So we're actually feeling this feeling of fear within our bodies because we're imagining that what we're fearing is actually realizing itself. Take, for instance, this speaker that I recently heard when he announced to the world that he had fear of public speaking once upon a time, and his perception of what was to come was that someone in the crowd would hate what he had to say so much that he would actually stand up and throw tomatoes at him and then the rest of the crowd would follow. You know, I guess kind of like you see on the TV shows all time when someone was really bad on stage and they booed and they threw tomatoes at them. Pretty funny, right? Yet this was an actual fear within him that really prevented him from taking speaking events. And the funny thing is, what's even funnier is that he said, when you really think about it, where were they going to get the tomatoes from? So today I'd like to ask you, who are your tomatoes or your saver tooths that are preventing you from doing that thing that you are thinking about doing or that you've been wanting to do, but won't do because of this perceived fear? Here's a few things I'd like for you to try to see if it'll help you take a step towards it. Number one, acknowledge the fear name your fear. So it would go something a little like this. Hey, tomatoes, or hey, saber tooth. I get it. We're outside our element and you're trying to protect me. But please understand that right outside this parameter lies potential opportunity and definite growth. We're doing this. We're doing this together. Number two, you're going to want to redirect that energy. So we don't want to ignore it, we can't say it doesn't exist or I'm not feeling fear because you are, but what you are going to do is try to redirect it. So remember what I was saying earlier about what was happening in your brain? Get this, it's the same exact thing that happens when you're excited. According to Mel Robbins, Excitement and fear are the same thing in your brain. The only difference is your thought. So rather than thinking that you're nervous and sitting on this nervousness and this fear, you're going to want to redirect your energy to say, instead of saying, I'm feeling nervous or I'm feeling afraid, you're going to say, I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling excited right now. I'm really excited about what's about to happen. That way you begin to reframe this in your brain that it's not fear that you're feeling, it's actually excitement. So the next thing you're going to want to do is you're going to create an anchor thought. So in order to avoid turning fear into a full-blown panic attack or something of the sort, you're going to want to recreate an image in your head. This is what we call, or actually what Mel Robbins calls, an anchor thought. So you're going to want to think about something that's related to whatever it is that's causing this feeling within you. So let's say for instance that you have a fear of public speaking and you're about to get up on stage and all of a sudden this emotion begins to take place within you. So once you start redirecting your energy and saying, I'm feeling excited about stepping out on stage, I'm getting excited, you begin to create in your mind the thought of, and I'm really excited about what the audience is going to be able to learn from this. I can just imagine them using the skills or the information that I'm about to give them out in their workplace and just imagine what it is that they're going to do with the information that you're going to provide or with the service that you're going to offer, or the product that you're about to release, whatever that may be, look at it through that lens and start to create an anchor thought. And it has to be a thought that is directly related to what you're about to do. In other words, what's causing the fear. This anchor thought, as Mel Robbins calls it, begins to change that frame, change that image in your mind from being afraid and wanting to get up and bolt just anywhere outside of wherever you're at to actually calming you down or creating the excitement towards something more feasible, you know, something that you can actually picture. This last technique that I also learned about and that I'm excited to share with you, and I cannot remember where I read about this, so I apologize, credit due to whoever came up with this technique. Um, It's called the flashlight technique. Don't worry, you won't have to go buy a flashlight and carry it with you. But basically what this is, is you're going to want to shine the light away from you where the focus of your fear is you based to your thoughts being on the people that you'll be delivering your service, your speech, your product to. See, when the attention is no longer about you, and the attention is all about your audience now or about the people that you will service, it helps to create a paradigm shift. You're no longer focused on, I'm afraid, I'm going to do bad, I'm going to fill in the blank, now what you're doing is saying how they are going to feel or what they're going to get out of it or what you desire to give to them by offering your speech, your service, your product, you fill in the blank. Okay, so again, let's recap those techniques. Number one, acknowledge the fear. Number two, redirect your energy. Number three, create an anchor thought. And number four, use the flashlight technique. Try all of them or try one of the four, whatever works for you. But by all means, don't let fear stop you from taking that next step. You know, I once read a quote from Rory Valden that read, If you feel in your heart to share a message, it is the result of a signal sent out by somebody else. There is somebody out there right now who is struggling with the problem. A problem that you have the answer to. Hey guys, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you found this episode at least a little bit useful. Remember, today's episode was all about the F word and that we're going to learn to acknowledge it, redirect it, create an anchor thought and use the flashlight method in order to do that thing that our heart desires to do. Take care and I'll see you here again next week. As I interview another great guest on the Brand the Interpreter podcast, where I tell your stories about our profession. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Till next time. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to connect with me, please visit my website at www.brandtheinterpreter.com and click the Let's Connect button. Feel free to connect with me that way directly. You can also find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as Brand the Interpreter, or as Mireya Perez on LinkedIn. Also, if you've not already, please subscribe to this podcast, share this episode, or leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Thank you again and take care.